Welcome to the Flipcast. Today's episode is being recorded on January 10th. Um, I just finished uh, editing my Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer reaction and breakdown, so make sure to check that out. Um, like I mentioned at the end of that episode, I was going to go through some rumors of recent MCU things that have come out. So I have a bunch of notes. There's a lot to go over. And uh, yeah, this is just basically my speculation on these rumors. Um, don't believe everything I say, because all of this could be completely false. Some of it could be true, but this is just all rumors. So there's no concrete confirmation of anything. So take it with a grain of salt. This is just purely speculation, theorizing, everything like that. So um, the source I found for this was an Italian news site called, uh, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of this, but uh, Superga Cinema, which is a, uh, I guess, cinema news site for Italy. And I've seen this, I I'm assuming this is the main source where all these rumors originated from, but I've seen other sources have um, restated some of these rumors, so um, um, I'm assuming this is the prime source of all that, so this is what I'm going by. This is what mostly of what I've seen from other sources have um, uh, shared the same information, so I'm going to be going over this article. So some characters and projects that are mentioned are the Thunderbolts, Hulk, Spider-Man, What If, Agatha Coven of Chaos, Echo, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Captain America New World Order, Armor Wars, Wong, Vision Quest, Doctor Strange, The Midnight Angels, Scarlet Witch, The Midnight Suns, Fantastic Four, Nova and Silver Surfer. So there's a lot that came out. I saw maybe maybe 25% of all this yesterday. And within maybe two to three hours uh, last night, I saw way more coming out. So I was like, okay, I have to do something with this. I have to, uh, I have so many thoughts on all these rumors so this is just going into speculation now this is not official this is just me kind of theorizing what could be happening so um yeah do what you want with this information but this is not official at all so um yeah let's get into it so first off we have thunderbolts so there's a rumor that the mutant songbird will be introduced in this movie and she will be played by Sadie Sink, who played Max in Stranger Things and is starring alongside Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Um, then the rumor to line up, we know confirmed, there's Bucky, Yelena Bolova, Taskmaster, Red Guardian, Ghost, and the US Agent. And based on rumors in the last month or so, we have Sentry, who is like a Superman kind of level character. 
we have the hood who will be introduced in Ironheart and then Songbird. So that's the rumored uh, complete lineup for the Thunderbolts. Um, to me, this is a solid lineup. Like it's combining some villains and um, some would say anti-heroes like um, I guess US agents kind of an anti-hero ghost in a way. Um, yeah, so that sounds pretty interesting. I would have liked to see someone like Abomination be a part of that team after introducing him in She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I think that would have been a good way to bring him back, be a part of something bigger than She-Hulk. Um, maybe he is a part of it, we don't know. Again, this is just all speculation. This is all rumored. So uh, yeah, I'd like to see Abomination join that team as well. Um, so in addition to the lineup, we have a major part of the story being Tiamat Island, um, which is the celestial from Eternals that was being born out of Earth and the Eternals were trying to stop it from uh, coming into existence. So the um, celestial that's kind of frozen in the Earth is known as Tiamat Island now, where adamantium is the main resource that is contained within Tiamat. So that's interesting. And if you don't know, adamantium is the metal that is inside Wolverine's body. So his claws are made out of adamantium. Um, it's a, I don't know if it's more stronger than vibranium or if it's on the same level. I know it's one of the most rarest metals on earth in the Marvel comics and it is uh, very powerful. So. It's just like Vibranium in Wakanda Forever. We saw um, all these nations are trying to take Vibranium for Wakanda, from Wakanda, sorry. And in this, we have a uh, power struggle between world nations going into Tiamat Island to take the Adamantium and do what they want with it. So the Thunderbird, uh, songbirds in my head, so. The Thunderbolts are being sent to Tiamat Island to secure the island and protect the Adamantium um, for Ross and Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. So Ross and Valentina may be leading the team. It looks like Valentina may be the closer candidate to be assembling them as we've seen her appearing in uh, multiple MCU projects, kind of talking to certain characters. So I wouldn't be surprised if she is kind of being like the uh, Nick Fury for the Thunderbolts, which uh, would be cool. And I'm assuming Thunderbolt Ross has to play a part in that somehow because they're the Thunderbolts in the comics. Um, Ross is the one that, I guess, kind of brings them together. So um, I'm assuming they either team up together, uh, Valentina and Ross, or it's just purely Valentina is leading them um, and with Sentry uh, the rumor is that he's a part of the team but then he has this um, evil I guess half of himself I'm not too familiar with the character but there's an evil half of him called the Void who is basically like the evil Superman and uh, the team has to stop him from basically just 
bringing on chaos. So um, apparently Sentry becomes the villain of the movie, um, which would be cool because he's a powerful character. And um, yeah, that'd be cool to see the team. That doesn't really have too much superpowers, actually, to uh, go up against um, Sentry. And I'm curious to see if other characters will show up, like some of the Avengers or some even new characters we haven't even seen yet. So uh, Thunderbolts sounds to be pretty interesting. That's the uh, ending of Phase 5. So uh, it's going to be a bit till we get that. But um, yeah, so that's Thunderbolts. Moving on to Hulk. There's a rumor that a World War Hulk movie is in development. Um, Hulk is currently the film rights are owned by Universal so Universal made the uh, Eric Bana Hulk in the early 2000s then they made the Incredible Hulk um, which is a part of the MCU in a way um, because Abomination is in it we have uh, the leader is in it in a way uh, Samuel Stearns and then we have Thunderbolt Ross and Tony Stark appears at the end. So um, I'm assuming Universal will co-produce it in a way kind of like Sony and Marvel Studios have co-produced the Spider-Man trilogy or all the film rights go back to Marvel for Hulk um, in the coming years. So I'm not sure, but Maybe this movie introduces A-Bomb or Rick Jones to the MCU, as long as an actual version of Scar, who is Hulk's son. We saw, apparently, it's him at the end of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. It just seemed like out of the blue to just introduce him, but um, if they actually introduce like a rageful Scar from uh, Sakaar, uh, then that would be cool. He's just he has no control over himself. He's just purely a uh, rage monster. And I think we need to see Hulk come back into that um, character. He needs to be back to that just all-out rage monster. I think we're done with the whole Smart Hulk phase. Even though I did enjoy it, I think it's uh, it's time to bring back our, our old Hulk. The uh, Hulk we all know and love. So... Um, I'm curious as to what could push Hulk over the edge to, I guess, start the World War Hulk storyline. In uh, the comics, the uh, Illuminati send Hulk into space because... I haven't read the story, but I think it's because he's just lost control and they need to send him to space to protect Earth. And he goes to Sakaar, like we saw in Ragnarok. He becomes a gladiator and basically assembles his team of... Um, aliens and monsters from Sakaar and they go back to Earth and they just take over the entire world and that's why it's World War Hulk. Um, in addition to the World War Hulk rumors, there is a rumor that Liv Tyler will return as Betty Ross, uh, who is a character from the Incredible Hulk movie. Um, this is the Incredible Hulk was 2008, so this is 15, it's not coming out 2023, but this is over 15 years since we saw this character. Um, so I'm curious if she's going to return as Betty Ross, 
or if it's World War Hulk, will she be the female Red Hulk? Because that would be an interesting way to bring her back. Because Bruce would know it's her, I guess, after a little bit. But um, if Thunderbolt Ross is the Red Hulk at this time, which he should be if it's a World War Hulk movie, you just bring in all the Hulk characters, then having Red Hulk and the female Red Hulk would be a cool uh, pairing to be included in that storyline. So I'm wondering if it's just plain Betty Ross human or if it's just Betty Ross coming back as the female Red Hulk. I think that'd be a, a neat approach to that. So yeah, Liv Tyler rumored to return. And apparently there's been concept art of Harrison Ford's um, Thunderbolt Ross in Red Hulk form. And the rumor is that the concept art was him in a suit kind of reminiscent of the Joe Fixit outfit from the comics. I'm not too familiar why that's a thing. Um, but I'm assuming this has to do with because um, there's a rumor of Captain America, the New World Order, where Ross is the president of the United States. So if he is the president in Cap 4, maybe he's just wearing that suit because he's the president in Cap 4. So maybe it's just a subtle homage to the Joe Fixit outfit from the comics, but I'm not sure if they're like fully adapting that. Um, it seems kind of random. I know it's kind of iconic, but um, yeah, I think he's just going to be wearing the suit because he's the president, like the president has to dress up. And I don't know if they're going to do it like Ross in human form as the president, or if he's just accepted that he's the Red Hulk. And we don't know how he's doing that yet, but I'm assuming something will happen in New World Order because we know the leader is going to be in it. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson's returning as him. So I'm assuming something's going to happen in that, which would lead into this World War Hulk movie. Um, and yeah, so I'm curious to see how Ross will be done because Harrison Ford's taking over from William Hurt, who uh, died in the last few years. I forget exactly which year, but uh, they recast Harrison Ford to uh, play that character. So um, I'm curious to see if uh, Captain America is his first appearance or if he's gonna appear before that. So that's all the Hulk news. So moving on to Spider-Man. So there's a rumor that the symbiote suit will be explored after Spider-Man 4. So we saw at the end of No Way Home, uh, there was the cameo from Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock slash Venom. Um, and when he's sent back to his universe, there's a little bit of the symbiote that stays behind. So some way, somehow, it's going to find its way to Peter. And uh, that will end up bonding with him after the fourth movie, apparently. And there's a rumor that Black Cat will not be appearing in Spider-Man 4. Uh, the rumor is that Marvel Studios pushed for her introduction in that movie. Um, Black Cat has been a part of the symbiote story in other media. 
Um, her and Peter have a romantic past, even though she's traditionally way older than Peter. Uh, Peter's just a teenager and she's an adult. Um, so having her be in Spider-Man 4 would kind of hint at the symbiote is coming. Um, but she's also an iconic Spider-Man uh, side character, so I'd like to see her be introduced with those characters and the MCU at some point, but it's looking like it's not going to be in Spider-Man 4. And apparently the reason is because Sony wants to hold that character for her own solo film in the Sony universe. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like Sony's kind of um, desperate at this point. They've made two Venom films with a third in development. They made Morbius. They're in the middle of making Craven the Hunter. And they're making Madam Web. And then they're making the Donald Glover. I even forget the character because I don't understand why, but they're making a movie about him. Um, and then they want to do one for Black Cat. And Sony wants to integrate a sexual assault storyline. I'm not familiar with that, but I don't understand why they have to do that. Um, I understand that that's an issue that should be addressed in some form, but like, why do you need to make it the main reason for her to have a movie? Like, I just don't see that movie being successful if Sony's in control of it. I think Marvel Studios needs to take full control over the Spider-Man characters and actually integrate a story that we're all familiar with and that will surprise us and do it logically. I think just randomly out of the blue doing a sexual assault storyline for Black Cat just that's the most random thing you could do for her. I don't know if it's important to her character in the comics. I'm not entirely sure. But um yeah, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um in addition to Black Cat, we have Vulture who will apparently return. It's not clear when. Um, but he is set to return at some point and Michael Keaton will still be playing the role. So uh, I can't wait to see him because I really liked him in Homecoming. Um, so yeah, moving on, we have Zendaya returning as MJ, who will be, again, the main love interest for Peter. Um, and the rumors that this decision could damage the way No Way Home ended. Um, because Peter's basically abandoned well not abandoned he sacrificed his his life with her to save the world um so bringing her back as the main love interest kind of has to make us go through the entire homecoming trilogy again in a way that kind of redoes peter and mj's relationship um i think if they introduced someone like uh like black cat or gwen stacy um, and that would be a fitting choice for her, for uh, Peter's new trilogy. Because um, we've done MJ, MJ's been done in the Raimi movies. Um, I think we need to give someone else their time to shine. Even though I did like MJ, she's a good character. Um, I just, I'm not sure how I feel about bringing her back right after the way No Way Home ended. 
So, uh, yeah, that's with Zendaya returning as MJ. And apparently there's still a power struggle between Sony and Marvel Studios with owning the Spider-Man characters and deciding what to do with them. Um, they can't decide what to do with the characters within their own agreement for sharing the screen, whether it's in Marvel Studios universe or if it's in the Sony universe. Um, my thoughts on that, I think Disney desperately needs to buy back the Spider-Man characters from Sony. Um, it kind of seems like the Sony universe is in a uh, plateau, like it's kind of declining in both money-making and popularity. Like, after Venom Let There Be Carnage, even though there were some people that loved it, some people hated it, me, myself, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, it was interesting to see Venom and Carnage together on the screen, but I just, I couldn't really get through it. It was really short too, so that was a problem for me, but um, Disney needs to bring these characters into their, um, into their hands so they can be handled properly in a way that fans will actually want to go see them and use characters that people want to see. Like someone like um, Madam Web doesn't really need their own movie. You could have them be introduced in a Marvel Studios project. I don't think she needs to have her own film at all. So um, they can't keep tossing these characters around. Like you need to commit to one universe. I understand DC is doing a similar thing. Like they have the Batman universe being their own thing. And then they have the main DCU, what they're calling it now, with um, the connected universe between all these characters. So I understand Sony wants to have their own Spider-Man universe, but you can't just keep making movies about the most random characters ever. No one's going to want to go see them. If Marvel Studios knows how to handle those characters within a Spider-Man movie, then I think that would benefit them more. They're in a messy place, but they really need direction. So, uh, Spider-Man's my favorite character, so I, I really want to see those characters be done properly by Marvel Studios. So, um, that's Spider-Man rumors. So, for What If, Season 2 has apparently been delayed to 2024. It was originally supposed to come out this year, I'm pretty sure. Um... I'm thinking maybe the animation needs some cleanup, um, some polishing up on certain things, and voice acting. I'm not completely sure why it's delayed, but um, I don't think it's something that we needed like right away. I don't think it's not the same level as um, like a, a movie or other show that somehow plays a big part in the future of the MCU, like what ifs all hypothetical so it doesn't really mean that much that we know of now but um yeah i'm assuming they're just touching up some animation and voice acting and stuff like that and uh that's why it's being delayed uh for agatha coven of chaos it's apparently been delayed to late 2024 or early 2025 um this is probably Marvel Studios fixing their priorities within the multiverse saga. Um, I think they might be trying to get things that are more relevant to the overall story 
with Kang and the multiverse. Um, I think they're trying to do that first before they get into these kind of what seem like side projects. Because um, Agatha doesn't really seem that essential to the multiverse. Um, but maybe this project is trying to push to the supernatural side of the MCU. Like uh, Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight in a way kind of. Uh, pushing to that and Doctor Strange, I guess. Even though Doctor Strange is pretty essential to the multiverse right now after uh, Multiverse of Madness. But uh, yeah, supernatural side of the MCU is proving to, I guess, become a little more prevalent. Starting to see more of it. Uh, Blade is coming too. So uh, we'll see more of supernatural side in Blade. Um, so yeah, that's Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Um, this isn't one that I'm like dying to see. I'm interested to see what it's like. I'm still going to watch it anyway because it's Marvel. But um, yeah, this isn't a character that is like one of my favorites. But I'm interested to see what they do with her. And it's got a huge cast, so we'll end up seeing more of those characters um, that are rumored to be introduced i'm not going to mention those because that's um that's been out for a while so agatha coven of chaos delayed to 2024 2025 around there now on to echo uh echo has apparently been delayed to early 2024 um again this might just be marvel studios focusing on adjusting their schedule to prioritize the multiverse related projects um echo's a street level character so She's not like a multiversal character um, that needs to be prioritized right now. I am excited to see it. Um, it's going to lead into Daredevil Born Again, apparently. So um, I'm interested to see how that works. Uh, Daredevil is one of my favorite characters. So um, I can't wait to see him appear in this uh, as well. So Echo, I think, is one that also, much like Agatha, needs time to... Um, be polished up and needs um, I guess to kind of step aside for a little bit to let more multiversal um, heavy projects to have their time to push that story um, instead of Echo and Agatha kind of seeming like uh, side projects right now um, I'm sure they still have a great effect on the MCU but um, just not in the same way as others would so yeah, that's Echo. Um, now on to Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel season two will apparently release before Secret Wars. So that's somewhere uh, between 2025, 2026. Um, and yeah, I was a huge fan of the first season. I thought it was really good. There are some things that um, I didn't really like, but overall it was a great show. Um, I think Kamala Khan's a great addition to the MCU. Um, and Milan Vellani's so good in the role. And uh, yeah, so season two, releasing before Secret Wars, and apparently the bangles, which give her her power, are rumored to be essential to Kang's plan. If you listened to or watched my review slash breakdown of the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer, I talk about how apparently the bangles and Chung-Chi's Ten Rings relate somehow to Kang's technology because they're so ancient and also technologically advanced at the same time. 
So I'm interested to see what happens with those. Also, Miss Marvel is going to be in the Marvels that comes out um, in the summer this year, 2023. So season two will probably deal with the aftermath of that. And depending on what happens in Kang Dynasty as well, maybe the Bengals are destroyed. I'm not sure, but um, maybe that's not even a part of season two. But apparently they do play a huge part in Kang's plan. So I'm interested to see what that is. And moving on to Moon Knight. So same with that. Season 2 will also release before Secret Wars. Um, it's a fitting time gap for both Moon Knight and Miss Marvel to have their second season premiere. After a while, like, um, it's going to be around three years um, since the first season came out for both those shows. And they might do it in a similar format where Moon Knight releases in March and then Miss Marvel's in June. Something like that. I'm not sure if that's what they're planning, but that seems like a logical approach. Um, it spaces those characters out and their seasons basically end and start the other one. Like Moon Knight ended um, and then Miss Marvel started in June. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see more of Moon Knight. He's one of my favorite characters. And uh, Oscar Isaac is just perfect in the role. He's great as Mark, Steven, and now Jake, which I'm assuming will be a big part of season two. So can't wait to see that. And um, I just got the Moon Knight Bad Moon Rising epic collection. So very excited to start that. So that's Moon Knight. Now on to Wong. So Wong will be in a series focusing on himself training sorcerers, which will be similar to the Strange Academy comic. Um, it will include America Chavez and Zelma Stanton, who will be introduced in Ironheart, which is coming out later this year, 2023. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think she was a good character in Wakanda Forever. Um, I'm not familiar with the Zelma Stanton character. Um, same with Riri Williams, like a She's a newer character to me, but I can't wait to see her again. I'm interested to see who Zelma Stanton is, but um, I'm assuming she has to do something with sorcerers. I'm not entirely sure, but um, Wong getting his own series, I think, is a win for all of us. Like Wong's such a beloved character, and Benedict Wong is so good in the role. Um, yeah, so that's all the Wong news. He's getting his series, Training Sorcerers. And uh, yeah, so moving on to Vision Quest. Uh, this was announced a while ago, not really officially, but it had enough sources that um, like I think Deadline and Hollywood Reporter were um, reporting that this was happening. So the rumor is that the show will, the show or special presentation, I forget what it is, but it will introduce Viv, who is Vision's android daughter. There was a comic run from a while ago that Vision had like an android family. Um, so I'm assuming it's going to be following that in a way. Um, and apparently this show will lead to the Young Avengers. So I'm assuming Viv will end up taking on a bigger role and she will be uh, a part of the Young Avengers in a way. So there's not much about Vision Quest. Um, I do like the Vision character. Um, we haven't seen him in a while, 
But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him come back. So that's Vision Quest. Now on to The Midnight Suns. This is a property that it's looking like will begin to become a more um, prevalent team. We have uh, Werewolf by Night, we have Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. Um, all these supernatural characters, even Black Knight, um, coming into the MCU. So I'm curious to see these characters appear. And apparently it's going to be in a movie form. Um, originally, it was rumored to be like a series or special presentation. Apparently, it's now going to be a movie, um, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, The Night Suns is in, I guess, pre-development. It's being talked about, but it's not in, uh, I guess, pre-production yet. Like They're not casting anyone. They're not writing anything yet. They're just talking about it. So, that's Midnight Suns. Uh, now on to Nova. So apparently they're not sure if it will be a film or a special presentation. Um, I think the special presentation format would be a good introduction to Nova. Um, but I'd also really like it if it was a film. I'm hoping that the Nova they will use is Richard Ryder, who is the original Nova. Um, I read the Annihilation storyline. I think he was an awesome character in it. He uh, definitely uh, became one of my favorites after reading that. So I'm hoping Richard Ryder will be Nova. Um, it would be interesting to see if the special presentation or film takes place, I guess, after Thanos attacks Xandar um, before Infinity War to get the Power Stone. And Thanos just leaves Richard Ryder as the last surviving member of the Nova Corps and of the entire planet of Xandar. So that would be an emotional and also a intense story to uh, put him through, but um, that's what Nova does. Like Annihilation was intense. He got through it um, and it was cool. So I'm excited to see Nova come to the MCU, whether it's in a film or a special presentation, either way. Um, I'm excited. So uh, moving on to Silver Surfer. Um, it's rumored that this project will most likely be a special presentation. I think that's fine. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be an origin, but it would be cool if we get something like there was the Silver Surfer animated series um, back in the 90s, I believe. Um, the first episode was basically just his origin of Norn Rad on Xenola. Galactus shows up and he wants to eat the planet and Norn kind of negotiates with him and then becomes Galactus's herald to save Xenola. So if we see something like that, I think that would be cool. Um, I'm not sure how you do Silver Surfer without having Galactus in it, unless he's kind of a villain. Um, or he's just in it and he's sending Silver Surfer to a planet to see if it's good for him to consume. And then there's a villain on that planet. I'm not entirely sure. But apparently this project will lead into the Fantastic Four. Um, I think that's interesting having Silver Surfer kind of be brought into the Fantastic Four right away. Um, I know he appeared in the second movie back in the early 2000s. I don't remember much from that movie, but... Um, 
this kind of means that Galactus might be the villain of the Fantastic Four movie. If they do have him in this project, and it does lead into Fantastic Four, I could see Galactus being the villain of that movie, but Silver Surfer kind of playing a supporting role in it. So I'm excited for Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four either way. Um, there are some Fox characters that um, I think desperately need to be in the MCU, like uh, in time for Kang to arrive, because there's some history with uh, Reed Richards and Kang, with uh, Nathaniel Richards being a descendant of Reed. Um, so I think that would be a cool format for Silver Surfer. Moving on to Fantastic Four. So apparently Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren in the uh, new Star Wars trilogy and uh, was in House of Gucci, he is on the shortlist to play Reed Richards. And after seeing this, I was pretty disappointed. Um, I Not to like discriminate Adam Driver at all or put any um, negativity on him. I, did, I just I don't want him to be this character. Um, I think someone like John Krasinski to return as the character or have someone like Penn Badgley from You on Netflix. Uh, he's been rumored to be considered for the role. So I think Krasinski or Badgley would be, I guess, the perfect Reed Richards for the MCU. Adam Driver, I don't see him as Reed to me. He just doesn't seem like a Reed Richards, I don't think. He's going to deliver the same kind of performance as Krasinski or Badgley would bring. Um, that's not saying I don't want Adam Driver in the MCU. He could definitely be a different character. I just don't see him as Reed Richards. Um, but I really liked John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Um, I'm sad his character was killed so quickly in Doctor Strange 2, but um, we didn't get a whole lot of him. But I was a fan that was also fan casting him as that character for a long time so uh, i was really happy to see him be in that uh, universe so if they bring him back that's awesome if they replace him then i hope it's with penn badgley um but adam driver i really don't see him as reed so uh, yeah that's fantastic for now on to captain america new world order um, apparently damage control will have a presence that's not really surprising to me since uh, New World Order kind of means to me that there's going to be some uh, world organizations that are uh, kind of having to deal with Sam in the new Captain America role. Um, and then there's a rumor that the Serpent Society will appear soon in a project. Maybe that is Cap 4, not entirely sure, but with... Um, Back, way back in a Comic-Con, I forget what year, but they were uh, announcing the Phase 3 slate. And they originally had the um, Captain America 3 title be Captain America Serpent Society. And then they flipped it to Civil War. So I'm interested to see if maybe they bring that back in a way um, to the Serpent Society appearing in it. But I'm not entirely sure because we know the leader is going to be in it. And we know Thunderbolt Ross will be in it. So maybe they will be the villains in some capacity. Um, but yeah, that's Cap 4. I am excited to see Sam again. Um, I was really happy to see him become Captain America in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
That was a really um, smart move by Marvel Studios to make him Captain America. It was um, something that in the comics I saw Sam was Captain America and I liked it but I really liked Bucky as Captain America and I thought they would go with that approach but after seeing Sam in the suit and embodying what Captain America is he's perfect in that role and I can't wait to see him again um, so yeah that's Captain America New World Order and then we have Armor Wars so Armor Wars is apparently going to be quote-unquote a West Coast Avengers movie uh, in the comics the West Coast Avengers was a offshoot of the original Avengers that just occupied the West Coast of the states um, the Avengers kind of split in half. The, some of them stayed in New York. The others went to the West Coast. So, Paranoid Armor Wars will establish the West Coast Avengers. Um, and the team would include War Machine, Ironheart, Kate Bishop, Wonder Man, who is getting a Disney Plus project um, soon, and possibly Shang-Chi. And I think this lineup is actually really cool. Um, I'm very interested to see a new Avengers team with Rhodey kind of playing a leader role in that sense because he's been a legacy MCU character. He's been around since Iron Man 1. Even though Don Cheadle took over for Iron Man 2, he's been in that role for a long time. And I'm excited to see his character get more of a spotlight. So Armor Wars is very Rhodey-centric. I'm excited to see him come back and kind of bring together this new team of, of uh, Avengers. And this team kind of is um, similar to what was kind of in the 90s. Like you had a very diverse team. Because um, mostly the Avengers was just like, you know, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, um, Ant-Man, Wasp, people like that. But now you have very different characters. And... I think that's what, what's good about Phase 4 is that they introduced all these new characters and that is the new Avengers. You're going to have all these new characters um, be coming together as the team to potentially stop Kang um, if they bring in all of them. But um, it's much like in the 90s, the Avengers were a totally different team than they had been before. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and yeah. 90s or 80s, I think, was when they were a more diverse team. So I'm excited to see that new lineup. In addition to that, Ultron is rumored to return. And after seeing this, I I lost it. I was super excited. Um, I loved James Spader as the character in Age of Ultron. He's got such an iconic voice, and he was perfect for that role. Um, he will always be my Ultron. Um, however... When I was little, I grew up on like the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes show, and that version freaked me out, but it was also really cool. Um, but yeah, seeing Ultron return seems logical. He's just AI, so he could exist anywhere. Uh, you can't really get rid of him, so uh, getting to see him return would be cool. Um, I'm guessing Ross Marquand will return to voice him because he did in what if but uh yeah getting to see ultron come back would be really cool uh in armor wars especially um because maybe the dormant ultron is revived and 
after that, he, it's just him. Like, he's got one body. All his other ones were destroyed in Sokovia. Um, so he can't really do anything with that. But maybe he's searching for someone like Tony Stark, who created him, to build a new army. And that person could be Justin Hammer. Because they could bring him back. Sam Rockwell, I think, would be open to that. He seemed really uh, invested in that role. I really liked him as Justin Hammer. So, uh, yeah. Ultron, Justin Hammer team up. I'm all for it. And maybe they create the super adaptoid. I'm not sure. But um, that would be really cool. Um, to see Ultron come back and have the Avengers fight him again. With Hammer kind of um, helping him out. So, yeah. I'm excited for Armor Wars. If that is what's happening. Again, this is all speculation. Maybe I'm setting myself up for disappointment. I don't know. But still, excited either way. Um, moving on to Midnight Angels. So... Apparently this project, I'm not sure what it is, series, special presentation, movie, don't know. Um, it culminates the Wakanda invasion story, which we see in Wakanda forever. So all these nations are basically coming into Wakanda to take their um, vibranium. We see the U.S. is kind of becoming a hostile to uh, Wakanda because they're... Um, they're stealing, they're threatening, and Valentina Allegra de Fontaine seems like she would be overseeing all that. So uh, apparently this would be a spy political thriller series. Um, it would focus on Okoye, Annika, and Ao, who would be the three Midnight Angels. Um, I'm really excited to see them return. Um, I really like the Dora Milaje, so uh, getting to see but the Black Panther characters return will always be something I'm excited for. And apparently Shuri, Mbaku, Wakabi uh, would guest star, all played by their respective actors, uh, Letitia Wright, uh, Winston Duke, and Daniel Kaluuya. Um, and apparently Valentina will appear in some capacity, whether she's the villain of it or she just appears in it to uh, push that invasion uh, storyline. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for Midnight Angels. Anything Wakanda related, um, I'm super excited for. So, uh, Midnight Angels. Now on to Doctor Strange. Apparently, this was the most recent one I saw. Um, they're really pushing for the third Doctor Strange movie to go into production before Secret Wars. Um, because the way the second one ended... Uh, we see Charlize Theron appear as Clea, who is the is she the niece of Dormammu? I'm not entirely sure, but she's related to Dormammu in some way. And she basically shows up and says she has to bring Doctor Strange with her to fix all the incursions that he uh, set off in Multiverse of Madness. So um, they want to get that out there before Secret Wars because that will probably cause the multiverse to just explode and cause the secret wars. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the stepping off point into secret wars. And apparently they want Scott Derrickson to come back to direct that. Um, he was originally going to direct Multiverse of Madness, but they had some creative differences and Derrickson left and then they brought in Sam Raimi, um, who I think did a good job. 
on Multiverse of Madness. Um, I'm in, really interested to see what Scott Derrickson's approach would have been. It most likely would have been much darker. Um, but yeah, Derrickson coming back, I think would be cool. I'm not sure if he would agree to that because he's got all these other projects um, he's working on. Um, with the success of The Black Phone last year, which was a really good movie. Um, and yeah, uh, Scott Derrickson, Doctor Strange 3, Before Secret Wars, that's the rumor. So moving on to Scarlet Witch, apparently she will return soon. Um, I'm guessing that's going to be maybe in Vision Quest. Um, if they, the whole thing is about Vision discovering himself again, then Wanda, of course, has to be a part of that in some ways so i'm assuming it's going to be in that um i do like wanda's character um i think what they did with her in multiverse of madness was interesting having her be the villain in it um the way it ends makes it look like she dies so i'm inter interested to see how they bring her back if that is true if she did die um but we know there's variants of her out there like we see that in multiverse of madness so they could just pull any of those back. But um, yeah, Scarlet Witch coming back soon. Might be Vision Quest, could be another surprise project. Maybe that Wong series, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch returning soon. And then there's just rumors within Marvel Studios in general. So apparently they're just readjusting the entire slate um, with one of those being Kang Dynasty, which will move to 2026. Um, which, as much as I want it, I'm fine with it. Give them time to develop the next Avengers movie. It's going to be one that everyone's going to be looking forward to and expect a lot from. Um, it's going to be one that people are going to spend all the money they want on it. It's going to make a ton of money, I already know. Um, so give it time to develop and make it a great story with a great villain um, and assemble this epic cast together again so can't wait for that um, regardless of when it's coming out I just I'm super excited for it and apparently 2025 will include Shang-Chi 2, Armor Wars, Fantastic Four and maybe Spider-Man 4. Um, that seems like a lot in one year. I know there's going to be some series that are going to be um, releasing between those because those would be movies um, that I just listed. So I'm assuming not all of that will be in 2025, but that does seem like a cool lineup for that year. Um, but yeah, 2025 will definitely be packed if you have four movies and then typically three three series four series depending on what they do and there might be more special presentations by then um, instead of series so um, I'm interested to see what Marvel Studios chooses for that and 2026 will include Doctor Strange 3 Eternals 2 and Secret Wars and those would be three big projects because Doctor Strange 3 could lean into Secret Wars and Eternals 2 might also as well, with the Celestials kind of being involved. Um, I'm not sure what they have in store for Eternals 2. 
um, after the way the first one ended. Um, I'm assuming Eros and Pip will play a role somehow in that. Um, but yeah, 2026, three movies, um, and then I'm sure they will have series and special presentations in that as well. So in addition to that, Marvel Studios wants Avatar 4 to be moved so Secret Wars can release in December of 2026. And if Avatar isn't moved, then Secret Wars will be forced to release in 2027. Um, I think that, if it is true, will cause some problems because James Cameron will want Avatar to be out um, in December because Avatar The Way of Water just came out last December. It was a box office hit. It was super uh, well received. Um, and yeah. Avatar, I think, is a big priority for Disney to get out after the money it made. So we know Secret Wars will make a ton of money regardless of when it comes out. But again, this is a project like King Dynasty. It needs time to develop. It needs time to um, hit all the right spots. It is going to be way bigger than Endgame. I know it because it's the multiverse. You can do absolutely anything with it. Um, it's going to have high stakes and they need it to be bigger than game and it's possibly going to be longer too so um either way i hope secret wars has the time it needs to be developed as much as i want it right now so yeah avatar 4 is a big factor in when secret wars will be released um and either way i'm fine when it gets released like it doesn't really matter as long as they give it the time it needs and uh yeah i'm sure james cameron wants it out as soon as possible because the way of water made a ton of money so um disney either way gonna benefit because both are gonna make a ton of money so yeah those are the rumors that came out yesterday um so that's my recap speculation Again, none of it is official. It's all just speculation. Um, but a lot of it would be exciting. And some of it, I'm not sure about. But either way, it's Marvel. It's going to be awesome. And Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. So have faith in him. I know I do. So that's today's episode. So make sure to check out my introduction uh, episode, my reaction and breakdown of the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer um, and follow me on Twitter for any more updates on releases and just retweeting news at flip underscore media and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel Flip Media where I have my movie trailers and video versions of the podcast um, and yeah stay tuned gonna be a lot coming out soon with uh, Ant-Man coming out in February. There's a lot of DC stuff going on right now, so expect some of that. And yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for listening and watching, and see you guys next time. Thanks.